Well, hello there. I'm Cosmic Cannibal, and this is Cosmic Chronicles, your weekly report of all things astrology, from zodiac signs and planets to transits and horoscopes. Ah, and speaking of transits, not horoscopes, I've got a very good report on the upcoming transits for this weekend, because guess what? It's eclipse season. Pause for screaming. Gotta love this disco music, right? As though 2022 hasn't been chaotic enough, it's about to get even more so. On Saturday, April 30th at 2.28 p.m. Mountain Time, eclipse season begins with the solar eclipse and Earth sign Taurus. Hold up. Rewind. How can a lunation, which is just a fancy phrase for a moon transit, cause even more chaos in our lives? I'ma explain. In astrology, the moon is the celestial body of our emotions, our imaginations, and our insecurities. During a solar eclipse, the moon obscures the sun. Pause for the metaphor on that one. Astrologically, this intensifies our emotions, sends our imaginations reeling, and obscures us from seeing things for what they really are. Think about it, will you? Solar eclipse, that means it's a new moon. And what happens with a new moon? It's completely dark. You're in the dark. What happens when all the lights go out? You can't see and you freak out, unless you're a cat and your eyes adapt, but you aren't. As an article from Bustle says, eclipses, quote, bring fast-paced shifts, shocking revelations, sudden endings, and swift new beginnings to people's lives, end quote. What's more, the events that coincide with lunar and solar eclipses can be both dizzying, chaotic, and intense. Wow, amazing, right? Right. Now, the Taurus solar eclipse on April 30th is actually shaping up to be a little less dizzying, chaotic, and intense than your atypical, well, actually wouldn't be atypical, it would be your typical solar eclipse. Why? Well, <laughs> usually solar eclipses act like new moons. They are new moons, they're just like exaggerated new moons, and that they can bring new opportunities into your life. If you don't believe me, you should read my article, The Lowdown on New and Full Moons, which you can read at scribe.uccs.edu. That'll tell you everything you need to know about new moons, because new moons actually do bring new opportunities. You might not recognize them as new opportunities because it might be very small, but I'm gonna tell you, with this solar eclipse, it's gonna be big because that's what eclipses do. The eclipses bring new opportunities that carry more weight than your regular new moon. Solar eclipse opportunities arrive to put you on track with your destiny. There, I said it. Not destiny's child. Say my name, say my name. Actually, they're something like you get a job offer which I get plenty of those on Handshake. I don't know about you. You might get accepted into grad school, you know, because that's big with your destiny, right? And then maybe you get like a PhD program or something. I don't know. Or you land an internship, something that just is like so in line with your gifts and your desires and your vocation that it's like, whoa, this is destiny. Or someone asks you out. Or you and your boo reach a milestone in your relationship. Yeah, it could happen. 
Now, what specific opportunities the 2022 Taurus solar eclipse will bring you depends on where the eclipse lands in your chart and also what aspects this lunation makes to planets or points in your chart. I know it is fancy, but hey. Still, because Venus and Jupiter are conjunct in Pisces at 27 degrees on this solar eclipse and both planets are making a sextile to retrograde Pluto and Capricorn turned retrograde on the 29th and Neptune and Pisces is also closely aligned with this planetary triangle. This solar eclipse could wrangle in some very positive opportunities or it could lead to some really cool transformations or maybe you just think about transforming. I don't know. Why is this so? Well, because Venus and Jupiter are planets with benefits. They bring good luck, good cheer, and all around good vibes to your life. Sometimes they can go a little bit overboard, but you know, there's not, not, no such thing as a good time, right? I think there is, but you know. With retrograde Pluto in the planetary mix, there's a stronger need for self-reflection on the solar eclipse. Now, why is that so? It's because retrograde Pluto uh, there's an article about it on the website, scribe.uccs.edu. Read it! The planet could also initiate a transformation to your wallet, because hello, Venus rules money, ba 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 ba, so does, you know, Capricorn has a lot to do with that too, Pluto's in Capricorn. Oh, it could also do something to your love life, because Venus rules that as well. Or your higher education goals or your life's journey, because that's like Jupiter's thing. Add to this is Neptune and Pisces, which will either mystify or beautify whatever is currently going on in your life. Is that vague or what? It could help you surrender to the almighty astrological powers that be as well. Actually, it'll be that much easier not to meddle with the plan the planets have in store for you on this Taurus solar eclipse, unless you like meddling with things, which some of us do, you know, me included. Surrender is the key word for this Taurus solar eclipse. So surrender, don't meddle, don't mess around, and do not do any sort of like manifestation thing. Don't do that. I don't, I'm not gonna go into why, okay? Because just, just trust me, just listen. Surrender may be the keyword for the Taurus solar eclipse, but the Scorpio lunar eclipse is a different story. On May 15th at 10.14 p.m. Mountain Time, we have a lunar eclipse in water sign Scorpio, and I'm not gonna lie, it's gonna be an intense one. And surrender won't even be in our vocabulary when it happens. Why? <laughs> have you met a Scorpio? Have you ever heard them say, I surrender? Case in point. Lunar eclipses are essentially full moons on steroids, and if you know anything about full moons, which you totally should, and if you don't, you could read an article about it, uh, The Lowdown on Noon Full Moons, available at scribe.ucs.edu, then you know that a roiding full moon isn't a good thing. Remember that stuff I said about the moon being the celestial bodies, uh, or body of our emotions, imaginations, and insecurities? Well, uh, when it's a full moon, our feelings, our worries, our anxieties, our imaginations, our insecurities go off the Richter. I, we, it swells in size and significance like the moon itself. This will be especially true on the lunar eclipse because it's gonna be like, like think like roid rage, right? That's a thing. 
some of you who are unfamiliar with steroids, very popular amongst professional wrestlers in the 90s, <clears throat> and I guess weightlifters, but whatever. It was, it was a thing. You know, you took steroids and you just were like, <gasps> that might be something that um, happens on this lunar eclipse. Not the steroid part, but the exaggerated anger and aggravation part. Now, first and foremost, Mercury is retrograde on this eclipse. Mercury in Gemini. It happens, what is it, April 29th, Mercury enters Gemini, and on May 10th, the planet turns retrograde, and this is going to affect our communication. It's going to slow it down. It's going to make us confused. It's going to make us hard to speak, like what I just did. You might say the wrong thing to someone, or vice versa, and that might unwittingly cause this verbal sword fight. Or you might get a text from your ex and begin to wonder if you should go back to them. Don't. What's more, it might feel like all your plans are falling through and your projects aren't going to finish. They aren't, and they don't. Or won't. Is it? Mm, yeah. This is all valid, right? And it's something to be expected on the Lunar Eclipse. I really have nothing to help you with it. I'm just kind of pointing it out, like, hey, you might experience that. Secondly, Saturn in Aquarius is square this lunar eclipse, which is going to create a ton of tension while also reminding us of our limitations. Saturn is the planet of limits, after all. It's also the planet of structure, ambition, and tests, but not like school type of tests, you know, not like an exam, more like a trial wherein you are put to the test. It's an examination of conscience sometimes. Now, a square aspect signifies a challenge, but it also creates a lot of dynamic energy. So as thwarted as you'll likely feel with Saturn square, the lunar eclipse, there's also a great potential to get your ass motivated to do something about your situation. Fixed signs do not like when things don't go their way. By the way, Scorpio is a fixed sign, Taurus is a fixed sign, Aquarius is a fixed sign, and Leo is a fixed sign. So if you are one of those four fixed signs, the Scorpio lunar eclipse is going to hit you hard. And it's going to feel like the world is against you. You're going to feel like you're being attacked. Um, one might go as far as saying you go on the defense. And that's because you have a specific plan in mind for your life and it's just not going that way and you just want to scream and punch something and a better thing to do is you know figure out a plan to move forward after the eclipse is over yeah I think that's a better idea um, now the conjunction between Venus and Chiron which also takes place on the Scorpio lunar eclipse is gonna hurt a little bit because Chiron is the wounded healer asteroid. So this combination of Venus and Chiron could leave you feeling sore about your relationships or your appearance, your identity, or your spending and earning habits. But on the plus side, Mars and Neptune are conjunct in Pisces. There's a lot of planets in Pisces making a trine to the lunar eclipse, which it could help soften the blow of all these other intense transits. It could also um, make you really tired. It could give you the drive to pursue your creative impulses. And I don't really know what else because Neptune, Neptune likes to blur the lines a lot. 
So if, if things feel a little blurry, you'll know why. <laughs> okay, so now you know what's happening for 2022 eclipse season, but it's time to learn how to survive it. And it's actually simple, really. Don't fight your feelings. You're gonna feel a lot, okay? Don't fight it. Fixed signs, I know you're just getting out your boxing gloves. Put up your dukes, let's get down to it. Copyright Pat Benatar. Go with the flow, right? If you feel like crying, cry. If you feel like laying around, lay around. If you feel like cutting bangs, don't. That one was more for me because I'm still on this bang kick. You know, like I see, oh, I saw a woman with bangs the other day. It, mind you, it was a Zoom meeting and they even looked good on Zoom. And I thought, oh, you know, like imagine, transform your life by transforming your hair. I think it was Vidal Sassoon that said that, but I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. So there you have it, your survival guide for 2022 eclipse season. At least in the spring, there's gonna be another one in fall, yippee. Of course, if you want to read more from me, Cosmic Cannibal, you can always check out my articles on scribe.uccs.edu. Click on the Life on the Bluffs tab, and there's a section underneath it, horoscopes. That's where you'll find me. You can also find me on the web, CosmicCannibal.com. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Oops. I figured I am allowed to say it because this is the final hurrah. If you want to stay up to date with Cosmic Cannibal, you know where to find me. Thanks for listening. Bye.